folks. Welcome to the Trailer Blazers meeting. Uh, I'm so glad that you're here. You were meant to be here. Uh, I just want to make sure that everybody paid the entry fee. It's $250 to get started on the Trailer Blazers program. Uh, yeah, I, I sent in uh, with PayPal. Is that all right? PayPal's fine. Venmo uh, and or on our website, um, Trailer Blazers marketing uh dot just get there and uh look guys we've got so many great uh skills uh in this business and look it's your business you're gonna get out what you put in okay uh what 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 am i putting in beyond the 250 dollars uh sweat equity uh hard work uh, relationships. Look, I, I, that's what we want to drive home today. Relationships. This this is all about relationships. We're trying to help people here, and uh, so some people. I know you you guys have had your friends call it a, call it a pyramid scheme. It's not that. Okay. It's 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 an MLM. So let's just get that straight. Um, it's but it's your business. Trailer Blazers. Uh, you have your own spin on it. Okay. Okay, so this sounds like a really good uh, deal to me. Uh, if I want, and I am not a plant, if I want, could I pay $500 and get two uh, two entries? You can get as many entries as you want. Again, it's your business. You get out of it what you put into it. Now, look, you're going to start out at the gold level with that $250, but if you pay that $500 like you're talking about, that'll bring you up to the diamond level blazer. Oh, wow, that sounds real good. I, I love blazers, and I love acquiring new ones. Yeah, and if you and if you find yourself you know, really hitting that success, you know you're selling to your friends. You're selling to your families. You're selling that, that trailer blazer goodness. Uh, that'll bring you up to that platinum-level blazer, and you're just one step away from the infinity gauntlet-level blazer, and that's where you want to get to. Well, my obsession with... Uh... The Marvel brand leads me to think that I need this to live. Now, look, we didn't get a licensing agreement from Disney on this, so we're going to keep this on the DL. But know that it is a level that you can achieve if you put in that hard work, you put in those relationships, you build your pyramid. It's not a pyramid scheme, but you build that pyramid. Is there a social element to this business? Um... If you want people to stop following you on social media because you only relate to them to sell, that's probably what's going to happen. But just know that it's your business. It's your business, Nick. It is your business to listen to the Trailer Blazers podcast and take part in the multi-level marketing fandom of movie trailers and the delightful movies that sometimes spring from them. Indeed it is, and I bet Quick Mickey later on will tell you how you can get in on this on the ground level. You know, he's usually good about that. He's got that Infinity Gauntlet level blazer. He does. Uh, I'm sure he'll, he'll let you know all about it. Uh, what we're going to let you know all about right now is what we done watched this past week. Oh, the things these eyes have seen. I didn't do a whole lot of watching this week. I watched a movie... Uh, on Amazon Prime, and it's a movie called Maximum Overdrive. 
It was directed and written by Stephen King. Ben, this is one of the stupidest, best movies I've ever watched. It is it is the exact kind of bad movie that I like, where it's so stupid and it's so bad, but it's really funny and it's really fun to watch. Uh, it's a movie about a comet and a UFO that may be connected. It didn't really specify if the UFO was connected to the comet. <laughs> that makes all the machines on Earth come to life on their own and they all of a sudden hate humans and they're like trying to kill them and sometimes they're just like harassing them and it's it's really really funny the act the acting is just great you know uh, you can see emilio estevez is stoned the whole, his eyes are red uh he's barely coherent the whole entire movie stephen king is in it as a cameo giancarlo esposito what? As a young man, has no. one line in this movie, and it's right at the beginning, and it's him playing an arcade machine, and the arcade, all the stuff starts coming alive and acting freaky, and he looks at the arcade machine and goes, "Yo, mom!" Before it electrocutes him. <laughs> this movie's incredible. Oh my gosh, I've only seen bits and pieces of that movie. I've never seen the whole thing. It's really great. Oh, I also started watching the the new Animaniacs came out today. Oh, so oh, that's fresh, fresh off the the press is the new Animaniacs. I they didn't miss a beat. Ah, oh. it's uh, yeah. exactly as sharp as it used to be. It's got all the satire, you know, the jokes that went above your head. Like I, I've been rewatching the old ones lately uh, to get ready for the new ones, and there's a lot of like political satire and uh, adult humor in Animaniacs. And uh, it still carries on into this one, and it's great. It's, it's great. Oh man, I I uh, I gotta put that on my list. I can't wait. Yep, right there on That'll Hulu. Be... Right there on Hulu. That's sweet. So I I watched the last episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah, and we are talking last week, not this week. Yeah. Today is the twentieth, so we're we are talking last week. Like I don't know what that was. The thirteenth. Something like that. I don't know. Yes. Uh, excellent uh, episode directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. She is really incredible. She's an incredible director. I'll just go ahead and say it. Um, I want to talk about this, Nick. There is a scene that shows the Razor Crest doing a re-entry uh, onto, I guess it was Mon Calamari, wasn't it? I mean, this is a spoiler alert. Um, we won't, we won't, if you're worried, we won't say any spoilers, but okay. like, we're just talking about this one scene. I don't think it was Mon Calamari. I think it was just a, a similar water planet that happened to have both Mon Calamari and Quarren on it. But uh, he okay. said something else, I think. Well, anyway, yeah. A- a- anyway, this scene, um, somebody found out on Twitter that it is shot for shot the same as the re-entry scene from Apollo 13, which was directed by one Ron Howard. Um Bryce Dallas Howard confirmed that it was intentional and it is like shot for shot the same. And I cannot express how much I love stuff like this. It was so cool. And what's cool is she waited for someone else to find it before she said anything about it. She didn't, she didn't like be like, Hey, look what I did. Here's an Easter egg I put in here. Cause that's not how Uh, those are supposed to work. She waited till someone tweeted it at her and she was like, bingo. Uh, see that, that just tells me that she is a cool person that she is like, some people are just cool. Okay. Some people just know 
how to do things. They know they know subtleties, and she. I think I just want to be her friend. Yeah, I wouldn't mind being friends with all of the Howards. Uh, Clint Howard can be a little scary sometimes. He plays like scary guys, but uh, Ron Ron Howard, you know, I'm a I'm a I like old TV. People who know me know this. So I, I really love Happy Days. It was one of my favorite things ever. So I've loved Ron Howard forever, and uh, he continues to be one of my favorite directors. Yeah, that's so good. So I just, that family has a legacy, man. Just so good. Um, gosh, I just, I would say just give all these directors like their own Star Wars shows. Let Just give us as much Star Wars as you can give us. The Mandalorian is just one of the greatest things ever. Yeah, man. And that episode, that I think is my favorite episode of The Mandalorian so far. The one that she directed. That one or the, the, the season, season two first episode was really good too. It's really hard to pick, but... Uh, without saying spoilers, one of my top five favorite Star Wars characters of the last ten years was made or made a, an appearance last week, so I was very happy about it. Very cool, very cool. Uh, I also have been watching The Crown. It is it is just still so good. Highly recommend. You got to start watching that. So good. I'll watch uh, that. Yeah. So that's what we done been watching this week, and that brings us to the new news. Dumb Dudes News. We got a couple news items. This first one is kind of confounding. Confounding. Netflix uh, canceled Glow a while ago, which is, I think, Glow is one of the best Netflix shows, in my opinion. I love it. Uh, it was it was excellent. It was really a, a really well-written series. And they canceled The Dark Crystal, which was a technical marvel and uh, like a visual feast. And what what did they renew here? <laughs> they renewed Space Force for season uh. two. Now, I like almost the entire cast of Space Force. Like I like the cast, and usually, you know, that for me, I'll I'll give things a chance. You know, I'll be like, hey, I like the cast. But you know, if you're gonna cancel Glow and Dark Crystal, you can't renew Space Force for season two. You can't. It's not allowed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I... I don't know how they make these decisions. Uh, I mean, I listen, we don't have the numbers that they have. I get that. Look, I get it. But is it, does, it ju- does this just come down to numbers? Is that what this is? It can't is this- be because Glow had good numbers. I mean, Netflix is famously coy about their numbers, but Glow, you know, Glow won like Emmys and, and stuff. You know, like, it's good. It was a good show. The reason they canceled it was because they thought that the delay from COVID would make people forget that the first three seasons existed and were great. It's so dumb. But Space Force was, like, not really funny. And it was, it was like, straddling this weird line between comedy and some other thing that wasn't comedy and wasn't quite drama. I don't know. It wasn't good enough. It just wasn't good enough. It really wasn't. Um... Some of these shows just, it feels like they're trying too hard. It feels like they're trying to force things. I felt that way about, um, about Space Force. And I also felt that way about that, um, Mythic Quest. Oh, I didn't, I haven't been able to see that because I don't have Apple access. Yeah. And now I just, I watched that because I watched that on the plane. I was like, this just feels like they're just, they're just trying, like they're trying to, they're just forcing it. It doesn't feel, 
organic. It doesn't feel natural. To, you know, like it's just not any good. I just don't know. I think no. we've been we've been spoiled by Michael Schur and his shows that he makes, like Parks and Rec and and Good Place. We have, we have. Uh, look, look I, the first season of Parks and Rec is not the best, but they come out swinging in that second season. First season of The Good Place comes out swinging. The first season of Parks and Rec only was not as great as the rest of it because he had to sort of kowtow to the studio's wants and needs at that point, and all they wanted was a clone of The Office. So as soon as he got away from, from that oversight, then it flourished. Okay, well, that makes sense. Creative always is better. Like, when, when the creatives are in charge, it, it's always better. And the little penny-pinching, money-grubbing executives are so short-sighted because Parks and Rec has life forever because it's so good. So you can keep profiting from it forever because it's good. It's not just some flash-in-the-pan garbage thing, which is what they try to turn everything into. Yeah, and they try to make a million seasons out of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, another piece of news here is that Wonder Woman 1984 is coming to theaters and HBO Max simultaneously on December 25th. Yeah, this is good news for me, who doesn't like to go to the movie theaters anyway, even when there isn't global pandemics. Uh, they they're releasing it. I don't I don't know where. I don't think any of the theaters around me are even open, so I don't know where this is, but. Uh, I'm going to watch it in my house. So I will I probably wouldn't have seen it in the theaters otherwise because I don't really go. But, uh, yeah, now I can watch it when it comes out. Yeah, this uh, this would be worth renting out that small theater downtown that we have um, with a couple of my friends to watch. It would be kind of cool. But, you know, we, there's still over a month until the 25th. And in the year 2020, a lot can happen in a month. Yeah, you know, Godzilla might be on the way. Seriously, I mean, they might even cancel, I mean, not cancel, but they may close all the theaters by then, you know, so this may only be streaming, who knows? Yeah, and, you know, I don't know, if if I had the ability to rent out small theaters, I would see a lot more movies in theaters, but like, yeah, I just want that vaccine, man. I want that vaccine injected into my aorta directly, uh, just... I want I want to shove it into my chest like The Rock, you know they, that movie The Rock. Yep, yep. Just. Ugh! I want John Travolta to stab me in the heart with that vaccine, like That's in Pulp I Fiction. I want to live my life again. Boy, I tell you what, when I, when I get that vaccine, I'm going to be invincible. Me too, unstoppable. Unstoppable. I'm going to do all the social things. I'll probably realize that I'm antisocial five minutes into one social thing and be like, oh yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> but I want the choice. I want the choice, Ben. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, okay, we have one more piece of news here. I just put this on here tonight. This is new yes. news. This is real news. Uh, breaking. We're recording this on Friday. What are you breaking. say? I said breaking news. Bre- oh, this is breaking news. Uh, the breaking news is that Black Panther 2 may start filming July 2021. So coming up. And that Tanak Huerta is being eyed to play the villain. You may know this person from Narcos Mexico. This also comes on the heels of them confirming that they will not be re- uh, recreating anything digitally with Chadwick Boseman, who tragically passed away this year. This leads people to believe that Shuri is probably going to take up the mantle, which would be cool. It would be cool. We'd like to see it. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I trust the... Uh, the creatives and the Marvel folks over there and Feige, I'm sure they'll do a great job with it. 
Yeah, Kevin Feige and Ryan Coogler. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. Dude, Coogler, that dude is the man. Yes, Creed. Creed. He, know, he just knows how to make a movie, man. One of the most intentional directors. I know I've said this before. He's one of the most intentional directors in Hollywood. He's great. He's great. Uh, all right, so that's all the new news. That brings us to the Question Towns. The Question Toms. Question Towns. <laughs> Ooh, ASMR. <laughs> All right, the question times this week is a and this who gave us this? I just saw this on the internet. It was just scrolling through and someone posted it in another group that I'm in and I thought it was cool. A really good one and I stole it. So this is a stolen question times this week, folks. The question is a toy company makes an action figure of you. What two accessories does it come with? This question is clearly right up my aisle. I live in a museum of action figures as as ben can see on the monitor right now uh my if it was a, a figure of me it would be a one six scale because that is my preferred scale oh so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a six scale collector and uh he would it would be made obviously probably by hot toys so that it would capture the the great likeness of me and uh the accessories that would come with would be a Hellboy comic, like like one of the library editions, so that you know you have a good chunky prop there, not just like a little paper one. And then probably a six scale display case with six scale six scale figures in it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they'd have whatever the math. There's some math there, but you take a six scale figure and you scale it down to be six scale to a six scale figure. And it's going to have those in it. It could be any one of the ones behind me. Uh, the one directly behind me has, like, War Machine and Doctor Strange in it. So, you know, that'll work for me. Yeah. It, you, you sure it wouldn't come with a pair of Jabra head, running headphones? Well, those might be included in there as well. I, I, I did get a pair of new Jabra headphones for running, and they're great. Except the one, my right ear doesn't hold earbuds very well, no matter what, so... I, I, I get nervous and I always re readjust that one as I run, but uh that's been the case with every headphone in my entire life. I'm I'm asymmetric in the same way. My eyes are asymmetric, my ears are the inside shape is asymmetric, yeah. I know all about those problems. Well you know what they say, Ben, asymmetry is dynamic character design. Sure, yeah. Great. Or at least that's what Kevin says. Oh, <laughs> Kevin would know. He would know. Um, so I said a camera with a weird flash setup, which I use to take the pictures of the bugs. Mm-hmm. And then a paint set with a pair of white shoes. Yeah, I can see like the six scale figure for you because we're going six scale here for us because I'm not gonna. I'm not. I don't want to deal with like twelve scale. I don't have time for that. So this six scale Ben has to be posable in a way where he can do the, the dragon con selfie with the camera too. Oh, so you gotta yes. be able to pop off those camera accessories and make it look like your dragon con camera. That's exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of cameras, I actually got today my new camera. So I sold my old Fujifilm camera and I bought the new X S 10, which just came out uh, yesterday. It shipped to me overnight and uh, gotta say, highly recommend do like a lot the xs10 if you guys want to see some of ben's great bug photos you should follow him on instagram 
Uh, you should. So when we take selfies at DragonCon 2021, because we're going to be uh, vaccinated, buddy, and we're going to be partying, and I will be taking so many selfies of everyone with that Fujifilm camera. So uh, if you're going to DragonCon 2021, make sure you find me. Let's take pics together. We'll be in the Marriott. We always are. We, well, we, we always are. We, don't really, we really don't leave very yeah, much. Yeah, we don't. We don't leave. Uh, okay, so that uh, is the questions times question, and, and let us know how you would answer this, what uh, two accessories would come with your action figure, but uh, we'll tell you later how to get in touch with us, won't we? We will, and don't sleep on this questions times. It's one of my favorite ones, and I really want to know what accessories y'all would come with. He's, uh, he's into toys, folks. Hot toys. <laughs> That's true. All right, next up, we've got the new new. New 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 new. New, new, new. New, new. Trailers. Folks, we have an Adele Dazeen. And you might even say they're wickedly talented. The wickedly talented. Uh, I these are actually not really wickedly talented trailers. No, we uh, we got a couple uh, that are all right. And one one was surprisingly good to me that I didn't expect to be at all good. But, you know, we're in the dregs lands. The, the, the end times... You know, this is the end of a year where nothing has happened. So we, we take what we can get. That's exactly right. So uh, let's take this first one, for instance. Let them all talk. Yeah, so uh, in this in this movie, Meryl Streep is writing. And everyone is sort of concerned about what she's writing about. Which, to me, was like, that was what happened in Adaptation. Only Adaptation was, was genius. And this looks like... They're like, well, adaptation was good, so let's also have Meryl Streep write in this one. Only probably less crazy things going to happen. Is are, are movies about people writing, is that the new trend? I have a theory, because uh, I saw you write that before, and I started to think about it. And I thought, maybe there's a lot of indie movies about that already. And it's just that because there's no blockbuster trailers coming out because everything is shut down, these are the ones that we're seeing. So I, it's sort of like, uh, it's like you, uh, you, you get those polarized sunglasses. You can see through the water, and at the bottom of the lake are all of these movies about writers. <laughs> That's they need to stay at the bottom of the lake because this looks <laughs> like Boarsville. Yeah, Ben. Nobody wants to see what a sturgeon looks like. You just know it's it's good enough knowing it's down there eating garbage off the bottom. Yes, that's exactly right. Now, in this trailer, basically, it's four, it's three old women and one young man, and I don't know what the dynamic is there. Now, most of the trailer is focused on Meryl Streep, but Murphy Brown is in this trailer. Yes, I noticed that as well. I had just seen. I'm. I'm. I've been rewatching Seinfeld while I work, just on my Echo Show, and uh, there's an episode where Kramer was on Murphy Brown. So I just saw her earlier in the week, and then she popped up on this, and I immediately was like, "Hey, where have you been?" Yeah, I. I thought to myself, this needs less Meryl, more Murphy Brown. I. I sort of like her. Yeah, she rules. But also the the young man in this movie. Was he, like, a combination of Alfie Allen from Game of Thrones and, like, Ed Sheeran? Like, who was this guy? Why did, Why was he so familiar? I have no idea. I don't know that I've ever seen him. He had the vague familiarity of someone who's probably English. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really 
pay too close attention to this. I just know that the three women and this young man are on a cruise, and it, the majority of this movie looks like it takes place on a cruise ship, which made me think of Alaska. Highly recommend Alaskan cruises, and I just want to go to Alaska until the election is sorted out, so I don't have to talk to anyone or hear from anyone. <laughs> yeah, uh, you could live amongst the mooses in peace. And be well, unless you make one angry, because they turn into bulldozers when they're mad. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to do that necessarily. All right. So the the man in this trailer is Lucas Hedges, and he was in Lady Bird, which I I have seen. So that's probably where I recognized him from. Okay. All right. Well, we probably won't see this. So uh, moving on. Next trailer we have here is Sister of the Groom. Saban. Saban. All right, this is Saban uh, featuring Alicia Silverstone. Where's she been at? Uh, yeah, so this is like a weird comedy about the sister of the groom. It had a real weird vibe. It had a almost like a dark comedy vibe, but without showing anything dark in the trailer. Everything was slightly off in this, and it felt like a weird mirror universe. Yeah, it definitely had that tone. Very weird. Uh, it's weird to see Alicia Silverstone, honestly, because back in the 90s, I had this like huge crush on her, and now I have zero crush on her. So it's just weird to see her in stuff. I don't know. It's weird to me. It's like Is that running, weird? running into an ex-girlfriend at a grocery store. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like that. You know, I think that's kind of like what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Alicia, I haven't seen you since... Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Mm. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So this is just this is a weird. This is, I don't care about this. No, this is a bad. There's this is a bad one. This is a dregs. This is a dregs in the dregs lands. Saban, you can do better than this. I don't know that he can, buddy. I don't. Have we seen a <laughs> Saban trailer that we've liked? To keep keep listening and find out. <laughs> okay. Uh, next trailer is uh, Trail of Ashes. Okay, so a couple months ago, we talked about a trailer for the movie Green Knight, which is a really cool-looking movie with Dev Patel. A24. And, yeah, A24. It's a real cool, creepy-looking Green Knight movie. And this trailer, Trail of Ashes, looks like a low-budget student version of the Green Knight trailer. <laughs> Uh, also, who have, I think a student cut this trailer because you have absolutely no idea what this is about. No, it was just a bunch of vaguely creepy shots. Uh, there was a cool thing with like a wooden mask that I really dug, like some sort of monster or like a cultist or something, and I was into the look of that. But that's just my aesthetic for monsters. And uh, it really just made me want the Green Knight to come out. So this was a good trailer for the Green Knight. <laughs> the only thing it succeeded in was getting us to want to see the Green Knight more. You're exactly right. Uh-huh. Um, this trailer, I will say, looked like it was filmed on a Mentos commercial camera. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like a 1964 episode of Doctor Who. It's exactly right. <laughs> Uh, so we will not see this, but I, but we are going to see that Green Knight, buddy. Yep. Yep. Uh, next trailer we have here is oh, Tom and Jerry. Yeah, so this is a movie that I didn't know was happening with Tom and Jerry, 
who are animated existing in the real life meat world where Chloe Grace Moritz is some sort of hotel staff worker. I feel like if this movie was made in the 90s that Tim Curry would be in it somewhere. But uh, a lack and delay, it was made in 2020 and he's not present. Okay, before we continue on about Tom and Jerry, I want us to talk about movies that this formula has actually worked for. Uh, the obvious one being Roger Rabbit. That's the king. That's the king of this. That That's is the, king the of this. Uh, champion belt. Yes. Uh, there's also existing a movie that's called Space Jam. You ever heard of it? Right. Another gem. This Space Jam rules. Okay. Now, the other one, the only other one that I could think of was, was it Cool World? Is that what it was called? Cool World is a Ralph Bakshi nightmare piece made uh, <laughs> around the same time as Roger Rabbit and is, in my opinion, one of the worst things ever done by a human being. <laughs> I never saw it, so I have no opinion of it. I, I have do no not, desire to I see it. I do not like Ralph Bakshi animation. I don't like any of it. I think he's a sick twisted man uh that movie also had a, a young brad pitt in it oh really yeah he was the the lead in that particular oh, okay. okay film can, can you think off the top of your head any movies that follow this formula smurfs uh the live action smurfs movie uh, sonic the garfield. hedgehog yeah sonic the hedgehog garfield the garfield movies okay. um they made garfield movies yeah they uh they tricked bill murray into doing his voice and he was upset about it afterwards. So do you have any regrets? <laughs> Garfield, maybe? Oh, there's a few other ones. Every, there's a bunch of, like, there's a Yogi Bear movie that had Dan Aykroyd and Justin Timberlake doing their voices. What? Uh, yeah, Tom Cavanaugh was Ranger Smith. This, that, that was not in my, my, the universe I'm from. My, it's not from the Berenstein Bears universe, I'll tell you that. No, that was here. So yeah, they make this every couple of years. They take a, like a Hanna-Barbera property and they, they put it in live action. The Smurfs one was real bad because like Smurfs took place in like medieval times, but this took place in present times. And it just it was all you know pop culture jokes that are probably out of date already. It was bad. It was bad stuff. Ugh. I guess Alvin and the Chipmunks too fits oh, yeah, in that category. Yeah, yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks—they just keep—they do it all the time, and it's no one. I don't know. I don't know that these are ever very well received. I, I hate all these. I like I like Roger Rabbit. Yeah, Roger Rabbit's one of my favorite movies, and yeah. uh, Space Jam is good too. Although Space Jam is kind of the opposite of this. Space Jam is people in a cartoon world. These are cartoons in a people world. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. There is a distinction there. You're right. Yeah. Um, this trailer, uh, first of all, this movie doesn't look good. Uh, the trailer has a this week's pop music remix uh, of like one or two songs, I think. Yeah, it it has a few little little remixes in there to get the, the kids excited about Tom and Jerry. I predict this is going to flop, bro. Oh, yeah, no one wants this. No, I who mean, asked for this? People like Tom and Jerry, the cartoons, but I don't feel like they want the movie. I don't remember particularly ever liking them. I wasn't big on Tom and Jerry. I'm assuming people like them because there's a lot of memes. There's Tom and Jerry memes? Oh, yeah. People like to use Tom as a, a reaction meme a lot. A lot of uh. Tom reaction memes. You'll start to see oh. him now that I'm pointing it out. Yeah, no, yeah. Like him sneaking up with like the evil grin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah I have seen that stuff. All right, well, I don't know. Maybe my kids will see this. Who knows? Uh, next trailer we have here is Pieces of a Woman. 
Here we got the weekly risk cutter. This is Angela's ashes at the beach. This is AA at TB. AA at TB. It's exactly what this is. Yeah, this movie was another movie about someone like losing children or something. You know, it was like a miscarriage, I think. Yeah, uh, she wasn't happy about it, and people kept telling her to be happy and move on with her life. Uh, Vanessa Kirby looks like a good actor. That's all Absolutely. I can say of this. Like she looks like she did a real good performance. Uh, yeah, I'm sure she did. She did. I'm yeah. Shia LaBeouf in it. He looks like he's acting. He's doing a weird voice though. He he says this line in the trailer that sounded like almost like a weird Irish voice, but he's not Irish in it. He's like from the Bronx or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll stick that clip in there, and and you guys can decide if the accent is weird. Martha's fine. She's always fine. Why are you trying to disappear my kid? I think uh, Kirby's performance in this is a lot like all these other sad wrist cutter movies that we've seen. I'm just not. I'm just upset that they're wasting their time on this stuff. That's how I feel about Space Force season two. <laughs> like. Ben Ben Schwartz should be out doing other things. Like you're taking away his time, and that time could be used to serve my needs. Yeah, forget about the paycheck you're getting, Schwartz. What about our needs? Yeah, do more stuff with Middle Ditch. Yeah, I'd 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 watch that. So if you're if you're into um, self-flagellation, watch Pieces of a Woman. Yeah, whip yourself with Paul Bettany and the Da Vinci Code and watch, <laughs> while watching this. That's exactly right. Okay, uh, next trailer is uh, Nick's favorite trailer <clears throat> this week. <laughs> it is the Justice League Director's Cut, the Snyder Cut, and this is a teaser. Yeah, so I hate this. I hate the Justice League movie the way it is. I hate that they allowed... I hate that people wanted a Snyder Cut. I hate that that they allowed a Snyder cut. I I maintain what I've always said is that adding more Zack Snyder to something is not a recipe for making it better. It is only a way to make it worse. He thrived in the mediocrity of the early 2000s. There's no place for him now. It's over. I don't I don't get mad at this. I just don't care at all. Uh I don't remember anything about this movie. And I don't care that this exists. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me that this is because this is people who are whose money I don't care about. If you want to spend your money on this, I, I sort of take the libertarian view. You can go ahead and make this. I'll probably watch it. I I probably will look at my phone a little bit to this. Uh, I will say I I am bothered by the trailer because it has that stupid Hallelujah song in it. And I'm sick of this song, and I'm sick of the song being used for trailers. I want to move back to the Berenstein Bears universe, where this song probably even doesn't exist. And I don't have to hear it in trailers all the time. Why do they? Why are they still using this song? Okay, I'm going to step in and say that Leonard Cohen is a genius. He's one of the greatest songwriters in the history of the world. Okay. But they take his his song, and this song is... A, is a brilliant song it's a great song sure and they use it in all this stupid stuff and they use it 50 times a year and it's they don't understand it this is a song about broken people it is not a song about batman and superman i hate it when they use it as well in fact the cohen estate told them they couldn't use it in this trailer and they did anyway 
what who what is wrong with the people who cut this trailer you know i remember this being used for the watchman do you remember when this was in the watchman trailer or the movie or whatever it was in the movie but that's because in the graphic novel alan moore would put in song lyrics for certain scenes in the graphic novel itself and uh zach snyder used every song that was in the the graphic novel. So that's Alan Moore's fault okay. on that one. Okay, okay. That, we'll give that one to Alan Moore. Then. So we'll give that one to Alan Moore, but it, it, you can't, like, Zack Snyder, you already did that, though. <laughs> you already did that. You can't use this song, which is supposed to be a solemn song about broken people, for your dumb bug movie with Batman and Aquaman, where Aquaman drinks, like, <laughs> whiskey and smashes the bottle on the shore and is like a surf bro. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I will. I will. Is this ever going to come out? They keep they keep teasing it like every couple months or weeks or whatever. Uh, who knows? I don't care. I hate this. Uh, breaking news, folks. Nick does not like the Snyder Cut. Repeat. Don't like it, and it's not because I I don't like DC because there are a lot of DC things I like a lot. Like the Harley Quinn animated series on HBO is extremely good, and so is Doom Patrol. And and uh, uh, and we like Wonder Woman. Yeah, and I'm going to watch Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas on on HBO Max. But I'm not yeah. watching this dumb Snyder Cut with its stupid, bad CGI. Not doing it. Uh, now, speaking of Wonder Woman 1984, the final trailer came out, and it looked identical to the last one. Did it? Did it look? Didn't it look identical to you? It was. It was a. It was posted as a new trailer. It said trailer three, final trailer. I watched it, and I thought the same thing. So I watched it with the. Uh, trailer two playing and there i don't think they're any, at all any different i didn't think they were either um i think our fears are are actually going to come true though the rubbery nature of the models in this mm-hmm. are still rubbery and i think that's probably what the final like the final edit so it, we are going to get rubber uh it's almost like the matrix 2 like just rubbery computer animated people flying around. It just does not look. It just it doesn't look good. Like yeah. when she like throws Cheetah, guys, it does not look good. <laughs> no, it doesn't look good. Warner Brothers is not real good at this. They they're not. They don't. I don't know what what it is and why they don't understand and adjust. But they just can't seem to get better. They can't. There there's a scene that, and I I can't remember if they showed this in the trailer or not for either. I think this was Batman versus Superman. But there's a scene where. Batman like flies to the side of a building and shoots his grappling hook and like flies off the building yeah. and it looks really good. Yep. And I was like, they have the capability to make some of this stuff look good. Why does this not look good? Yeah, but then there's also scenes in that movie where everyone looks like they're made of like PlayStation Two graphics, so it's it's dramatically inconsistent. It really is. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to overlook some of that. I mean, I think it's gonna be a good movie. I'm just gonna have to overlook some of that. Yeah, this, you know, this. I think it's probably better to watch it on your TV at home if it's gonna have these Warner Brothers effects. If the if the characters are going to be rubbery, um, <laughs> best to watch it on small screen. <laughs> rubbery small screen boys rubbery small the rubbery small screen boys uh that's that's our island band our island music band our island music band our um our reggae band Mm -hmm. the island small screen i don't know Uh, i'm losing the thread here what what do we got next 
Uh, we got Don't Tell a Soul. Saban! Guys, this week features two Saban trailers. Two. They're multiplying. They're getting out of control. <laughs> we have to. We have to do something. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're going to start having two a week here. Who knows? But this um, this is a thriller. Yeah. So this is a, a thriller. It's a, This is a movie that's probably only good once because it... The thriller, the thriller aspect of it is what's going to be good with with not knowing what's going to happen because it was a pretty good trailer. Uh, these two kids rob something, and then Rain a house. Wilson a house, and Rain Wilson's like a security guard or a cop or something, and he's chasing them and he falls in a like a pit that's like a well or something like covered up well or something, and so he's down in this hole, and these kids are like. He saw our faces, we gotta leave him here, and the one kid has a conscience, and the other kid's a sociopath and wants to leave him down there to die. So then the kid with the conscience comes and visits him, and and the tension will arise from, from that. Now, it, this trailer does show a little too much. It went a little, like, I was sold in the beginning, and then I was like, okay, stop, stop now, I, I kind of want to see this, so stop showing me scenes. So it went a little too far. But it actually looks like a compelling thriller that might be exciting. It could be. It's a little too much for me this year. Well, it ain't going to come out this year, so. Well, it, yeah. It 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 looks like it. It looks like the type of movie that would give me anxiety because I would imagine myself in Rain Wilson's place in this. Mm-hmm. He's the cop, so I just it's, it's probably too much for me. Did you immediately start thinking if you could wedge yourself up the hole, like by putting your back against the wall and using your feet? Yeah, I was. I was immediately thinking of like ways to ways I could get out, ways to cause friction on that pipe because it looked like a he was in a pipe that uh-huh. was vertical. So that was why there was probably like nothing to grab onto, maybe or something. I don't know. I feel like I I want to try it. You know, like I don't want to be locked in there for real, but I want to try and get out of it because I, I have a thing in my mind where if you put your your back up against the wall, maybe you could inch yourself up with your feet against the wall like the Grinch. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. I don't know, but it does look like a good thriller movie. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the next trailer we have here is Chaos Walking. This trailer came out of nowhere this week and... That surprises me because it stars Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley and someone else who's not not famous was in it. But those are the two main, the heavy hitters in here, Spider-Man and, and Ray. There's someone else from Marvel. Who was it? Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, Mads Mikkelsen. That's right. That's right. So this movie apparently takes place on another planet, but everybody is wearing normal earth clothes like from 10 years ago and the houses look like normal earth houses uh like cabins and but the the premise is is that all the women have died and all the men's thoughts are on display so when you think something it this like shimmer happens around your head and people can hear your thoughts i think that was my mummy curse last week Oh yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I think my curse manifested into this Tom Holland movie. Yeah. So this looks pretty decent. Um, it kind of reminds me of when 
Chris Pratt did that space movie with um, Mystique. Jennifer Lawrence, the movie yeah. Passengers. Yeah, it was like two of the biggest actors at the time and Let's Make This Sci-Fi. Now we have Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland, Spider-Man and Ray, two of the biggest actors right now, and then they're doing this kind of sci-fi movie. I was really glad to see Ray in it because I, when someone does a movie like that, like Star Wars, it, you can have the problem where you get pigeonholed into and never are able to be anything else. So not everyone breaks free of things like that. So I was glad to see her in a new thing so soon after Rise of Skywalker. Also a movie directed by Doug Liman, who I think is an excellent director. Edge of Tomorrow is one of the best sci-fi movies ever made, in my opinion. Yeah, when you told me that, because I didn't realize it was him that directed this, it got me excited because Edge of Tomorrow is really, really great. I just feel like they're going to... He he will use that thing where you can see people's thoughts in such an interesting way, much like he used the Groundhog Day element of Edge of Tomorrow, to take something that 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 you know people think of all the time and, and make it different like put a spin on it so it's it's abnormal i don't know i just think he's a great director and I, i'm excited about this yeah i think i think everybody should probably be excited about this one mm-hmm. chaos walking uh all right so then we have a trailer here for godmothered yeah so this is a disney plus movie with isla fisher and uh the redhead lady no isla fisher's the redhead oh isla fisher's not the godmother no, Isla Fisher is the girl, and Jillian Bell, that's her name. Uh, Jillian Bell is the godmother, and Isla Fisher is, is her, like, adult godchild, ch- like, the fairy godmother goes to to Earth, and Isla Fisher is her adult that she gets assigned to, and she thought it would be a kid. So I laughed a couple times. Like, I'm not the target demo. This is a kid's movie on Disney. Uh, I'm not the target demo here, but I did laugh when the fairy godmother came out and and like Isla Fisher was like working in an office and she she was like an adult woman and the godmother was confused by that and I laughed at something else later on I don't remember what it was. But, was it the um, drinking wine in a pair of sweatpants? Oh yeah, yeah, it was that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> drinking wine. I'll put that line in here. After all, nine out of ten fairy tales begin with once upon a time something amazing happened while she was drinking wine in her sweatpants. Uh, yeah, so I did laugh a couple times, so this is probably a good kids movie. Yeah, it, it really reminded me of that movie with Amy Adams where she is like comes from that fairy tale world into the real world. Enchanted. Enchanted, yes. This is very much in the vein, same vein as Enchanted. That's what Jess said. She was like, does this take place in the same universe as Enchanted? I bet. I mean, it, it, like it very well could. Plus that one had Amy Adams and this one has Isla Fisher. So two two famous redheads. Yeah, uh, I bet the kids will watch this. Uh, so yeah, not we're not a target demo, but it looks good for what it is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Ripper. Yeah, this is a Netflix true crime documentary, and at first I assumed it was going to be about Jack the Ripper, the uh, old timey serial killer in London, but it's about a, a more modern copycat of Jack the Ripper, which I, I've never heard of this. And I listened to a lot of true crime podcasts, so I was quite astounded to see that this existed and was something I'd never heard of. I never heard of him. I was waiting for you. To, I saw you write that in there. He wrote it in phonetically, everyone. He wrote it in the outline. Yeah, yeah, I've never heard of him. And so it can't be that big of a deal if I've never heard of him. Yeah, Ben usually has heard of most... 
uh, British serial killers. So the fact that he hasn't either, he keeps tabs on them. Uh, because I'm British. Uh, I've got ready teeth. <laughs> I'm British too, and I guess we've let our nation down. Indeed we have. We lost our accents and everything. Yeah. Uh, this um, Is this a series? I think it's just a documentary, but half the time I think things on Netflix are movies that they're series. So. Yeah. Well, um, if you've never heard of him, you can watch this documentary and learn about the Ripper. Yeah, I'll check this out, or I'll forget. Yeah. It may it may show up on your feed. It could. Facebook's listening to you right now, so it'll it'll suggest it to Netflix. That's true. Okay, the uh, Adele Dezinth trailer that we have here is "We Can Be Heroes." So Robert Rodriguez, about oh fifteen years ago, fifteen twenty years ago, made made a couple of movies, kids movies called Shark Boy and Lava Girl, starring uh, young Taylor Lautner. And uh, they were Robert Rodriguez kid movies, so they had really weird, like, 3D-looking special effects. And uh, this is a sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl, where they're adults. It's not Taylor Lautner, it's someone else, which everyone on Twitter was making fun of the movie for that. But uh, it's the same girl as Lava Girl. And then I think they have a daughter who also has some sort of... Uh, shark lava power <laughs> she made like a she made like some sort of liquid metal shark monster you know like a like what a quicksilver shark of some kind yeah and this little girl i mean she can't be older than four years old so like she doesn't know how to i don't think she knows how to act it sort of reminds me of those YouTube videos where the, where the parents have some ability, like almost like Kevin, like they have the ability to make special effects, and so they'll make a short YouTube video of their kid in like Target with a lightsaber and something like that, you know? Yep. And it's just like this kid doesn't know what they're doing; they're just messing around, and, and it kind of looked like that. And this is like they're like, okay, now now do this. Like let's say the little girl's name is Vanessa. Okay, Vanessa, now go like this, <laughs> and she like puts her hand out, and then they do the special effects. Okay, now Vanessa, now make a mad face. And then the little four-year-old does it, and then they just, you know, then they add the special effects to it. That's kind of what it looked like to me, but, I mean, kids are not going to care when no. they see this, right? No, and Robert Robert Rodriguez seems like the kind of dude who uh, has fun making these kind of goofy kid movies. He's made, like, Sky High with Kurt Russell and Shark Boy and Lava Girl, and this, yeah. is, this is more of more of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so like, your kids will probably watch this. Yeah, if, especially if, if they kids. like, especially if they like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. If you don't have kids, your cats might watch this. That's also true. Yeah, but we all know that means you secretly wanted to watch it then. Me? No, the cat owner. Oh, the cat owner. I I thought you were talking about me personally. I was like, I don't even have cats. <laughs> but you have kids, and they might watch it. Yeah. I'm allergic to cat. I'm allergic to cat. <laughs> oh, it just brings out a really good Dom DeLuise voice. <laughs> all right, folks, that does it for all the new new trailers, and that brings us to the trailer mailers. I have some mail. All right, so uh, y'all send in some questions, times responses. Y'all, I got. I'm gonna be honest. Y'all had me on my toes this week. A lot of you wasted waited until today to comment, <laughs> or like yesterday, and I was like, "What are people did people not see this? Like, what's going on here?" But you hit me, 
You hit me in the end, and that's all that matters. Uh, the question from last week is, um, what is a feature that smartphones currently do not have that you wish that they did have, and why? As you have read the question, I will read, Missy. And she says, I would like all phones to also be tricorders, please. And that I learned from her, and also my own brain, because I knew it, was the little scanny things in Star Trek. So, you know, I think they tell you if you're healthy or if there's some sort of chemical in a rock that you need. I think they pretty much, they're catch-all devices that do what they need to do, I think. I don't know much about Star Trek. Star Trek has a machine that will make food instantly for you, but if you could make that into a portable form, what if your phone could just magically make whatever food you wanted at whatever temperature you wanted? That is a, a thing I would invest in if I was on Dragon's Den or Shark Tank. I'd slam that invest button. Just slam it repeatedly. Make it. Just make it. Make it. That would be awesome. Uh, well, uh, uh, well met, Missy. Uh, Bridget said, I wish I could just ask, where are you, phone? And it would ring or something. I'm always losing my phone, she says. Yeah, she wants a voice-activated where's my phone or find my phone. So no going to the computer and logging in for her. Uh, but if, you're, if you left your phone at your friend's house and then you get back to your house, are, how, is it telepathically linked to you? So you say, where are you, phone? And the phone, does it fly back like a butterfly <laughs> at night back to your house? Like Mjolnir. <laughs> you hold your hand out and it flies through the wall. <laughs> Sometimes it takes yeah. a while. That's what we need a phone um, with Mjolnir uh, <laughs> abilities. That's what we need. <laughs> Darcy? Jane! Mia! Sylvie! Mia! Oh, man. That was great. I, I did love her in that movie. She's going to be in WandaVision. Oh, sweet. Yeah, the return of Darcy. The return of Darcy. Mike says that one of Siri's voice options was Quick Mickey. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's a bit, hey, that's a million dollar out there, Rock You'd be like, uh, hey Siri, how do I get to Appleby O'Bennigan McFridays? Well, you proceed very carefully in your 2020. You don't want to, to make any bad decisions, so let's start with that. Now, here's your first direction. And then he'll just go into it. I love it. It's a great idea, Mike. It's great. Kevin said, I do a lot of cooking at home. Uh, I think a lot of us do these days. And uh, I miss having friends over to sample things and give me a second opinion. Man, Kevin, I'm feeling you, bro. He says, while maybe a little far future of an ask, I'd love the ability to shove a sample into my phone and beam it off to a friend's uh, no, excuse me, to beam it off to a friendo to lessen their woes the best way I know how, putting some butter on it. Uh, <laughs> the dog with the butter on <laughs> <laughs> The Kevin with the butter on him. The Kevin with the butter. The butter, butter. dog. Uh, Kevin, is, Kevin is trying to be like Paula Dean here. <laughs> He's going to shove butter in our arteries from across the airwaves. <laughs> Kevin Dean wants to uh, teleport you some butter. Hi, y'all. I won't just put... We're going to put a whole stick of butter in there, y'all. <laughs> oh, I, I would like this, though, because 
Kevin Kevin's food that he makes is always really good, and and I I miss eating it as often as I used to. It doesn't surprise me at all that Kevin is good at cooking. Um, that seems like right right within his character and nature. Oh yeah, he he made the still the best pork chop I've ever had in my entire life is from him. Jay says something that pops up and says, "Are you sure you want to say that before posting or commenting on social media?" Uh, boy, that's uh, that's a fine uh, <laughs> a fine addition there. Oh yeah, I've uh, I've hit the discard post button an awful lot in the past couple months here. It's like I start to say something. I'm like, is this worth starting this argument? And then I I, us- I inevitably decide no, it is not because I don't I don't have the energy and I'm not a good arguer, not a good debater. Ben, I I go straight into name calling. Want to fight about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, folks, uh, if you want to answer this week's question times or just send us hate mail, uh, you can. Uh, Nick, why don't you tell them how to do that? Well, if you want to hate mail us, you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. But we also accept praise. You can follow us on Instagram at trailerblazerspodcast, where you can comment on posts, you can answer questions times, you can get into little side conversations with other trailer blazers. You can uh, you can do nothing at all. You can lurk and just view the posts from afar. You can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers, a platform that I I did not use for the past four years, but might start getting into a little more now that that the world is slightly different, but but largely remains the same. And uh, you can rate and review us if you're feeling extra generous on Apple Podcasts. And if you if you take the time to Follow our multi-level marketing strategy of leaving us a five-star review. Quick Mickey's going to tell you how to get that Infinity Gauntlet blazer. Now listen, if you're like me, you're a man who wants the Infinity Gauntlet. You want to reach that level. And the only way to do that is to sucker your friends and family into buying the trailer blazers things, okay? Now, you can't buy it if you can't buy it immediately. It don't cost you nothing to leave us a five-star rating on that podcast. So you can just do that for free. And if you do that, you'll be on that's the first step before you get to the gold level, Blazer. But then you're on your way. You're going to see that light of your own business, which will take you down the road of suckering people and that will get you to the infinity gauntlet level blazer and that my friends is a tip i got tips and tricks but that's a tip i'm gonna get that blazer one of these days for trailer blazers my name is nick kelly and i am a six scale figure with a hellboy comic happy trailers and i'm ben moon and my computer model self looks real rubbery Happy Trailsers. And welcome back to the vid yo games. Yo games. One quarter portion.
of the show, folks. Uh, we have actually more news than trailers in the video games portion, don't we? That's right, and I haven't even, I haven't got anything to talk about in Ben playing because I haven't touched controller one this week. You haven't touched a controller? Well, only to watch YouTube, okay. but not for any video game related activities. Okay, well, I I have an Assassin's Creed Valhalla update. Update us. So, well, I'll update you. So I paid the ten dollars. You know, it's ten dollars a month on Stadia to play in four K. So I paid the ten bucks. I had a little bit of credit. Uh, Google credit, and I will say, on in 4K, Assassin's Creed Valhalla looks really good. Even uh, the character models, or just the environments? Uh, all of it looks good. Mm-hmm. All of it looks good. So I, I would say, if you're playing this on Stadia, and, and uh, like the free or you're not paying the ten bucks a month for 4K, you are. It's not looking like it should. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, the combat is just okay it's still um i don't know if i've if i've unlocked enough stuff or whatever or moves or whatnot uh but like for i'll just give you an example of my character right now like i can't even do the uh, leap of faith where you like jump off the high thing into the bale of hay or water or whatever yeah i mean you can do it in water if there's water around it You, you don't dive you go feet first but um, so I have to climb down every time I like scan the area. I have to then climb down. I can't jump off. That sounds tedious. It is kind of tedious, and I'm just like, why? Okay. So, so the uh, but the story is interesting. I will say, uh, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but like I'm I'm kind of into the story. So uh, I've, I like what's I like kind of where we're going with that. Um, but I am liking it. I am liking it. I still don't think I'll ever end up playing this one, but I'm glad that it's getting better for you. Yeah. I, w- I would say if you have, if I told someone to go play an Assassin's Creed game, I'd still tell them to go play Odyssey. That seems but to be the consensus. St- yeah, but this is fun. I mean, it's fun. You know, who cares? Uh, so that's the only thing I've been playing. Um, and then, uh, so I guess we should probably just talk about this here. Industry new news. New news. Yeah, so the Marvel Adventures game, guys, it ain't doing so hot. Yeah, it's it got some good reviews. Um, my cousin played it, and he loves it. My friend Steph played it, and she loves it. So I'm still going to get this and play it. But it looks like the the player count online is dropping pretty pretty hard, which... I don't like online playing anyway, so that doesn't affect me at all, and how I would I would play the game. But yeah, so they're they're losing uh, losing online players. Yeah, it's something like ninety six percent drop off, right? Yeah, and it's um, I, I think it's probably a lot of it due to the the new consoles coming out. I just think a lot of the stuff happening right now is because of that. I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla's doing well because of that and i think games that came out recently on on old ones that are you know that work on the new consoles but were not necessarily designed for them are going to start falling off it it makes sense yeah it does sort of make sense i mean they apparently they've lost like 63 million dollars on this deal so that's that ain't good yeah they didn't do a very good job marketing with this game yeah they, they really didn't now the next piece of news is you've you just actually mentioned it that um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is is has has had a very good launch I would say 
Um, and actually, this is their biggest PC launch ever. So of all the Vigi games that they have sold on PC, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and now is the biggest ever for them. I think that that speaks to the content of the game because PC is, is usually there on its own. It doesn't depend on consoles. You know, so the sales on the PC aren't driven by console launches. And so I think people just like Vikings. Like, people want Vikings. That's what they want. They do. I will say, I don't I don't like... I mean, granted, I know the Vikings probably did more trading than they did more raiding. Um, so I'm not going to give, like, a, just a free pass to Vikings. But I will say, their aesthetic... Ooh, buddy, I love that aesthetic. Yeah, they have interesting aesthetics. They have interesting folklore. They have... You know, they're they're at a period of time where I, I'm gonna what impose my 2020 values on Vikings from from the Viking days. Uh, who who wants to hear it? Nobody cares. It's over. They're all dead. They're all dead. It's over. Uh, so yeah, um, so that uh, that was the new. Oh, uh, we have um. Some more issues. It looks like with these new consoles, we got new, we got issues with these consoles here. We they 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 messing up on people here. Yeah, it's almost as if new hardware has has had has never had unforeseen issues before. Yeah, I don't know if this is everybody. I don't know. I don't know how pervasive this is, really. No, it seems to me that it's probably the same amount as with every console launch because you hear the same stuff every time. And and it's always this thing where it's like the games crash and the console shuts off and restarts. And I don't know why this is happening. All I know is that most of my consoles have never had this issue and I bought a lot of them on, on launch days. Uh, this problem seems like something that could be fixed with firmware update, don't you think? Oh, for sure, yeah. And which is works fine for me because I have thus far failed about seven or eight times at buying PS5s when they put the little launch windows up and I try and get one. I always fail, so I don't have one yet. I'm really sorry to hear that. Uh, people... Uh, people are making a big deal out of these uh, the DualSense controllers. They, they they say they really do feel next generation. I'm excited to try try them out. I'm not a I'm not a person who gets overly upset about missing out on a console launch. Like, I'll get one eventually. I don't really care. I'm not I'm not a hardcore video game player. I play like five games per year. Uh, I'll live. But the th- the only reason I'm trying to get one right now when it's hard to get one is because I I do want to play Cyberpunk on it. So and I want to play Cyberpunk as soon as I can. So I am trying to get the PS5 at, at, at the opportunities that they give me. Yeah. Yeah, well, I wish you the best of luck, mine, mine Freund. Yeah, well, I'll get one eventually. I'll get there. Yeah, we'll get, you'll get there. Uh, Stadia, there's a little bit of Stadia news. There is 135 games coming to Stadia by the end of the year. That's a lot of games. Yeah, there's a big old chunk of games coming out. Uh, there's a bunch of new games coming to Stadia, so people who have Stadia should be excited, like you. Yeah, I uh, I really just want Cyberpunk. I mean, I mean we're going to talk about Cyberpunk here in a sec, but that's really all I want. I, I just want I'm going to play Assassin's Creed until Cyberpunk comes out. Well, actually, no, I take that back. I'm going to play Assassin's Creed, and then on Black Friday, I'm probably going to buy Mafia Definitive Edition. Yep, me too. If I find a deal for Ghost of Tsushima, I'm going to buy that. Yep. And then I'm just going to wait till Cyberpunk comes out because that's what I really want. 
Yeah, I want I want Cyberpunk. I think I, I don't think I want to start it until I have the PS5 to play it on though. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna run into a crisis of conscience here around December 10th if I if I can't get a PlayStation. Yeah, you might be in some trub in for some trubs. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, let's talk about these here new new trailers. We only have two. Both of them are cyberpunk. They are both cyberpunk. And folks, I'm going to tell you the second trailer that we're going to talk about. I'm just going to recommend that you don't watch it. Yeah. So the first one is is the cyberpunk Xbox Series X gameplay trailer, which you can watch. I didn't feel spoiled by this. I didn't either. So this is just a, a gameplay. The character is playing the the female V. And I think most of them have been the male V so far in the trailers. This is the female V. And it's just like running through little aspects of of the game and different characters you interact with. And, and I, I tried to sort of not pay attention to the dialogue because I don't really want to know too much about this game before I play it. But man, does it look cool. Everything looks awesome. It this I think this is an excellent trailer because it really made me want this game. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's it shows like the driving and walking through like clubs and it's everything's got that neon cyberpunk aesthetic and there's people on uh in in all sorts of cool cyberpunk get up and man I just want to play it so bad. Uh, it, I mean. The, the level of detail in this game is unreal, dude. It's true. The cities, the city, the city detail. Man, I just, I want to go to there. Welcome to Night City, Ben. I want to be welcome there. Is there someone... I'm sorry, there is... <laughs> I was going to say, is someone attacking you? There is a UFO outside my house. Go on. So, I, I live in, uh, I live in the forest because I'm in Birmingham. So I live in the forest, basically. Through the trees, there's lights in the sky. And they, normally like a plane passes pretty quick, but these lights are just hanging out in one spot. Are you sure it's not the Iron Giant? Because I saw him once in southeastern Wisconsin just chilling in a forest. I don't know what this is. I can't see it. It's like the trees are blocking it. How high up well, off the ground are we here? He's probably 2,000, 3,000 feet off the ground. So it's like way up there and it's it's these lights floating in there. Yo, you, you really should see him right now uh, on the screen here. He looks, he looks like he really does see a UFO. <laughs> okay, it's moving now. I think it's a helicopter. I think if it was a helicopter, you'd uh, be aware of that already. I think that's a UFO, and I think you Hold should, on. You Hold should on. make Hold first on. contact. I think I hear the rotors. Now I, now I can't see him. He's The trees are fully blocking him. Uh, welcome to the UFO cast, folks. We are two ufologists. That is the name that UFO <laughs> studiers call themselves to sound like they're not just watching ancient aliens all night. And uh, we will be talking about fantastical sightings from the city of Birmingham, the Iron Giant 
Is is he in southeastern Wisconsin? The answer is yes. Green lights that go across the field that me and my cousin see when we came home from the gym one time and could not find a source of. And uh, any other extraterrestrial phenomenon that may come up. Ball lightning. Y'all ever seen that ball lightning? Yeah, I got some ball lightning. That happened, my, happened to my buddy Eric. <laughs> oh my goodness all right let's back let's get back at it let's i just want to talk briefly about this uh, next trailer here uh don't watch it okay this is a cyberpunk final gameplay trailer the link is in the show notes i don't know why you'd click on this unless you have just no intention of playing this game but uh it, it, this shows way too much yeah it's i was warned by kevin who brought this trailer up that it it might show too much he said he said it shows the inciting incident, and uh, that's not something I want to see. So I actually didn't watch this. <laughs> uh, you're good. So I was like, I started watching it, and I texted you because you had told me this, and I texted you about when I was probably not all, not quite halfway through. And I was like, I, th- this, I don't find anything spoilerish about this. This is totally fine, dude. And then once it hit the halfway mark, it started like, I mean literally like 20 seconds after that halfway point i was like nope i, had to t- I turned it off because i was like kevin was right they showed way too much i'm trying to forget everything i just saw and heard uh so don't watch this trailer or if you do watch this trailer work watch the first half only you need to go back out and find that alien and have him shoot you with a memory ray come mr man in black and uh normalize me um all right so is that it? That's all that we have, and I am leaving all of that UFO stuff in here. I'm not cutting that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. Well, for the trailer blazers, I'm a man who has seen an unidentified flying object tonight. Happy trailsers. For the trailer blazers, my name is Nick, and I just watched Ben get sucked up a light. He is gone. Uh, he's not here anymore. He literally was just abducted by aliens on the screen, and uh, that's it, I guess, for him. So hopefully they bring him back before next week, even if I have to find him in a gas station bathroom like in that movie Fire in the Sky. Happy Trailsers. They have the capability to make Armageddon look good. Why does this not look good?